Hey everyone, I'm Brenda and I'm Julia and you're listening to Roaring Twenties Podcast. Your 20s are known as both the most exciting and most confusing years of your life. We're here to share our stories, to have real and raw conversations, and best of all, to make you feel a little less alone. This podcast was brought to you by the Believe Podcast Network, the number one podcast network for professionals. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Roaring Twenties Podcast. Hello, everybody. Happy Monday. Happy Monday. Yeah. It feels like it's been a while, even though it really hasn't. I know. I kind of like forgot what we're supposed to say. <laughs> we're just tired. I am. I kind. I really am, but I'm still, I'm here. I'm here for it. Sleepy, sleepy bear. Sleepy bear. You know, my mom like really said the other day, she's like, you really are Winnie the Pooh. And I'm just confused because that's not the first time that I've gotten that. Yeah, a little, yeah, you have like a little Winnie vibes. I have some Winnie vibes, huh? Yeah, because like sometimes when he's just like, nah, 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 but like, oh, it's like very loving and like you just kind of want to hug him. Oh my God, silly old bear. You are a silly old bear. I feel it. I feel it in my soul. Especially when you're honestly really just when you're tired, like not, not when you're like in your go-getter mood, like when you're, when you're tired. When I'm tired, I, I resemble Winnie the Pooh. Good to know. Good to know. No, and maybe like the blonde hair is attributing to it. Oh my god, my blonde, literal dirty hair. Like my hair is so. My hair's disgusting. Disgusting. I literally like try to not. I like try to get my hair to be disgusting. Like I want to see how many days I can go. Yeah, I get it. I've like literally done with like workouts and stuff. I I I'm like I can't wash my hair every single day. I'm paying so much money to get dried, and I'll put dry shampoo in it lately and blow dry it with the sweat in it yeah disgusting that's disgusting oh yeah and like garbage it's, human it's, it's not like oh I'm just a little sweaty no 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 this it looks no. like a no I am judging you but I do the same thing so <laughs> <laughs> so it's wrongful judgment we're preserving water it's really for the earth honestly it's for the earth it's for our wallets and it's for our hair because it's not good to wash your hair every day yeah truth so we're, you know what we're just we're out here saving the world. Yep. One dirty head of hair at a time. <laughs> anyway, today we're going to be talking about boundaries. Mm. I feel a little bit like we're copying Glennon Doyle because her episode of her podcast this week was boundaries, but the universe is just, that's not why we're doing it. We're doing it because we had an amazing conversation about boundaries with Nakia, but I guess the universe is just telling everybody that we need to like take a second to evaluate some boundaries. Definitely, yeah. And I didn't even know that about the podcast, so there's no way we could have intentionally copied it because I brought up the idea and you listened to the podcast. That's true. So we're not being copycats, but I just, the collective is is having a focus on this apparently. So- we need to add our voice. We do. Our voice matters. Fuck yeah. <laughs> Fuck yeah. So yeah, we're going to talk about that. But first, we're going to do a little pride and pick, a little catch up, because um, are we friends anymore? I'm not sure. Who are you? Nice nice to meet you. Um, yeah, what was that reference? I think it's an Ariana Grande song, right? Nice to meet you. No? Is it not? I have no idea what you're referring to unfortunate okay well if somebody knows what I'm talking about let me know I could be wrong because there's this one song that Julia dances to from a TikTok video and I lyrics wrong okay one it's not from a TikTok video at all 
Oh. <laughs> I don't have TikTok. Okay. Well, you do a dance with Ashley in the living room. Oh, I thought you were talking about Particula. Which, what did you call it the other day? Percolator. I couldn't remember, but I could remember the... When I think of that song, my shoulders just... I know, it's such a good song. I like your girl in particular. You just have to move your shoulders. I just picture, I have this vision of our friends at the pool in a I, yeah. with a wild basin dancing around the pool to particular... That song in like a circular, some sort oh, of... Oh yeah, like circular. <laughs> right, like we're doing like a, what's that called? Oh, 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 the conga. We're doing a conga, but a detached conga. And our hotel moving our shoulders with one drink in hand around the pool. 100%. That oh my God, I want that. And we will show you guys the vision soon. Oh, I can see it. I can, I can feel, feel it. it. I can, I can taste it. it. Oh. Wow, I can't wait. But anyway, wait, oh, what was the TikTok? Oh. The earthquake. Oh, the hour 3435? Uh, yeah, sure. That one. That is not from that. I know. I'm saying that I get the lyrics wrong. <laughs> oh, oh, that's true. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Our vibes. You know, that's what we do here. A little potty star. But anyway, yeah, so I don't really know if we're friends anymore because um, I know nothing about your life right now. Literally nothing, guys. It's crazy. Julia and I, I think, would Marco Polo once a day, send a voice note perhaps three times a day, podcast three times a week, and then just <laughs> this past month has been crazy. Julia's been a, a, a world traveler. I literally have traveled more this month than the past whole year. So um, we've been a little inconsistent with our friendship no that's not true we've respected we put our friendship on the back burner actually is what we're trying to say no 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 we're I'm actually pretty impressed with the way that we've like keep up with podcast stuff I was listening to something this morning and it was like when you believe in something so much you make it happen no matter what comes your way and that is that, exactly what yeah, we do maybe our friendship too but uh <laughs> but um it's crazy because we just like work it out we make it happen so true but because we've both been so busy we like get on we do the work and we get off like we haven't yeah. been our usual chit chat so I'm missing it I'm me missing too that. it's a gaping gaping hole it's a gaping hole you just feel like my work partner right now I know it, it is kind of weird right because we're like oh my god we're the best of friends and like we are I don't know what I would do without you but I've kind of had to figure it out these past few weeks <laughs> oh my god have I been an absent friend You've been a deadbeat. That's really all I need to say. Honestly, no. like I wouldn't, I'm not going to argue with you on that. No, no. Honest, I really do think though, like in the spirit of boundaries, I feel like when it comes to vacation, we really are very good about like respecting, like this is your time to just be. And when you come back, we'll hustle away. Yeah, we are good at that. Yeah, I definitely think so. Off to us. Okay, well, we'll get more into that in a few minutes. But first, it's time for product. my pride my pride my pride my pride this week <laughs> what the heck is my pride normally I actually very much think about this um my pride this week is that I feel like week after week I come across like new breakthroughs when it comes to like my mindset or beliefs or just things that I need to work on um which is really cool or things that I didn't realize before 
so yeah, I feel like it's really cool because it just makes me feel like I'm very intentional about navigating things and I'm very vulnerable and having conversations with people that like lift me up or bring me clarity. And as a result, I just feel like I literally grow every single week. Um, and I'm just proud of that. I'm proud of like in the moment, I think, um, what's it called? Like um, not emotional constipation. What is it? I feel like when I feel something, I talk about it instead of just holding it in. Oh, that's good. Because I think sometimes we can get like backed up to an extent with our emotions and stuff when we hold them inside. I I think you just coined a term. Emotional constipation? Uh (laughs) Uh-huh. Is that it? Really? You think? I think you just made that up and that that really should be a thing. Yeah. Well, that's the thing because, you know, like when you find yourself randomly like sad or crying one day because you've let all this shit build up. I think I've gotten very good at the second it comes up talking it out, whether it's. You are very good at that. Yeah, it's because I feel like once we release it, then it's almost like this little piece of heaviness of what you were feeling mm-hmm. um, uh, goes, not goes away, but is is lighter. Yeah, so absolutely. Happy about that. Um, and my pickle would be that I think that I'm really needing to continue navigating, like dwelling on certain things. I think a lot of times I try to like prove myself wrong if thoughts come up and um, something that my friend Arielle had shared with me is that there are thoughts and we get to choose whether they're useful or useless and that they're useless to quite literally make the decision in that moment to let them go because when and it's it's a lot it sounds a lot harder it is a lot harder than it sounds I mean um but I just so often fixate on useless thoughts out of like oh do they have a deeper meaning or anything like that um and it just doesn't serve me so that's my pickle what are you gonna do about it um, well, she literally like gave me an actual activity. She was like, um, every time that you have useless thoughts, <laughs> like actually write them down so you can acknowledge what it is that they are and how often they're coming up. And then literally at the end of the day, in a very safe way, burn those thoughts. Uh, and for useful thoughts, like obviously we don't want to be writing like every second of the day, but she's like, you can write them down and keep all of those useful thoughts in a list, almost kind of like affirmations um so that you can continue to reinforce the positive ones Mm, I love that yeah and also along with that I feel like I just in terms of joy I know we talked about it last week so I'm not going to dive into it but I still have not incorporated just like doing things just for laughter um and my thing this week is honestly spending time with our friends tomorrow night like I that I know for a fact that that is like pure joy oh yeah because we're very I I will say you know we always talk about our friends on this show but like what I think we're really good at is that when we're together, we're extremely present with each other. Yeah. Very, very present. And with, which is why it's usually so joyful, I believe. Yeah, no, definitely. I agree. I feel like it's just a time that it's, it's weird because I think so often we have like this choice to be present or not be present, but I almost feel like there's almost no choice because it's that enjoyable. Mm -hmm. Aww. Yeah. Beautiful. What about you? Um, my pride this week was that I went to Miami this weekend and I got to see my family, which I haven't seen my dad in over a year in person because of COVID, which is so crazy. We're all vaccinated. We've all been vaccinated. So it was a nice, safe trip for everybody involved. Um, but yeah, I hadn't seen my dad for a year and three months which is so crazy because we're very close. Um, so that was really great to get to see him. And my sister graduated from college and I got to be at her graduation. 
and I got to see my mom and it was just a really, and it was nice to be in the warmth. And it was a very quick trip, but it was a very fun, nice, fulfilling trip. So that was my pride. And my pickle honestly is like still... I'm, my skin, it has been so crazy. It's just my allergies are still so bad and it's making my skin so sensitive. And and because my skin's so sensitive, I can't use like a, like products that I would usually use. So my skin has been really dry because I can't, because I already have dry skin and I usually use like products to help make my skin less dry, but I can't use them because my face is like freaking out every time I put something on it. So it's really dry and it's really inflamed and we're not happy. Damn. That's so annoying. I feel like that's the most annoying thing that you always tell me when it comes to skincare is like, you have all this stuff you want to put on it, but when you're struggling the most is when you can use the least. You have to, or else it's just going to be crazy. It was actually not so bad this weekend. Like when I was in my, and it's not like pimples. Like I'm not complaining about acne. Like my acne has been fine. It's, I mean, it wasn't fine a couple weeks ago, but now it's been like fine, but it's just that it gets like red and blotchy and like um, itchy. It's more like the feeling of it than like the look of it, honestly. Like it honestly looks okay. It's like the feeling of it is so terrible. And then it does look a little dry. But it was honestly wasn't that bad this past weekend. But since I've been home, not great because the allergies here are not great. Damn. Oh, sorry, Drew, but I'm so happy that you got to see your family, of course, but especially your dad. That must have been like so special after so long. Yeah, it was so nice. He was so happy. We had a lot of drinks. (laughs) <laughs> there was a lot of celebrating happening I love that for you guys also something that is so underrated is espresso martinis oh I've never had that see underrated and they are fucking delicious oh I'm gonna have to try one people don't give enough credit to the espresso martini no we love a coffee right a coffee plus a cocktail hmm does it give you a good buzzeroo? Oh, yeah. Wow. Okay. Maybe next time. Next time. People don't give them enough credit. And we we decided to go gung-ho on the espresso martini train in Miami for some reason. And they're so fucking good. Wow. Okay, next time. Next outing. Next outing. Next week. Love it. Amazing. Anyway, is there any life updates that you need to tell me and the audience? And to tell you in the audience, I can't believe that you is even like a question, um, is even like a thing. I don't think so. Do I? I don't even know. I feel like I know nothing about you. That's <laughs> so sad. Um, I'm going on a trip soon that I'm really excited for. Yeah. I'm going on to a wedding this weekend that I'm sure I'll tell you guys about. And we hear all about it. I'm very excited. This is like the first time it's really interesting. It's like the first time I, I, I always remember this feeling as it came to summertime. And I know we're going to do a whole episode on this. So I'm not going to get into it much, but just like where I would always dread summertime. I would hate showing my arms. I would hate showing my legs. I would just be uncomfortable. And this is like the first summer that I'm like, just not focusing on that at all. And I'm like excited to dress up. I'm excited to like do things. And it's just a very unfamiliar feeling. Amazing. Yeah. We're next week. We're doing a whole episode on feelings about going into summer and the idea of this hot girl summer thing. So that stay tuned for next week for that. We're going to do a whole episode on all those thoughts and feelings. Happy 100%. Yeah. Otherwise I don't know, Ju. I like don't know what you don't know. Huh? Huh? 
It's so weird. Um, Haley brought me a dress that I love. Oh yeah, gorgeous. Good work week for the most part. Um, <laughs> my brother just got a haircut. I can't wait to see it. Wait, that's <laughs> hilarious that you include that in your rundown. It's hilarious because I've been literally torturing him for the past few months. Torturing. Oh my god. Few I know months. your body do what it is that you want, but like his hair is huge. Wow. Mm-hmm. What about you? Is there something I should know? Um, of course. No, I have to give you all the details on my trip. Mm-hmm. And work has been really good. And um, I love my dog. And, <laughs> and I think that's it. Okay, okay. I'm sure there's more that we remember over time. We're boring. Okay, anyway. Also, there's like something kind of big in my life that the audience doesn't know about, but we'll talk about that next week next week okay all right because i feel like that's gonna inform my opinions on next week's episode mm, okay understood okay stay tuned it's a secret no, I ha- the secret has to come out the secret has got to come out also the secret has to come out after you tell our friends because i think if they heard it first time on the podcast, <laughs> podcast. They would probably like kill you <laughs> okay so stay tuned <laughs> you for secrets anyway boundaries boundaries Thought of the century, thought of the, what did Nike say? She was like, everybody's woke. Everybody's, it's the age of boundaries. Yes, it's so true. Let's think about it. How do you feel you are with boundaries, boundary setting? It depends. I think in some ways really good. And I think in some ways still need a lot of work. Mm -hmm. Where would you say you excel and where would you say you fall short? I would say I excel in boundaries when it comes to my time. Mm. I think I'm very good at, telling people what I need in terms of my time and my schedule I think that's something that came from just like being like really busy all the time at like an early age and realizing that I was bad at balancing that um because I remember when I was younger I would like we did me and Brenda did a lot of theater when we were growing up and like I remember when I was younger, that's what I would spend most of my time doing I was always in like two shows like doing theater um and that would usually take up my time, like on the on the weekends, like I would be performing and but I would like make plans with my friends, like thinking that I could like squeeze them in and like it never happened. And then people would get mad at me for like saying I could hang out and then not being able to hang out. But I would say I could hang out because I felt guilty telling them that I couldn't mm-hmm. um, or that I needed to like focus on something else. So I think like when I once I started seeing that pattern like occurring when I was younger I was like oh this is something I like need to work on if I don't want people to be mad at me all the time like it's better to just be up front to be like yes I can do this or no I can't do this than to promise people things and then not come through on the back end Mm -hmm. so I think that that's where that that boundary started to emerge that I got really good at so and I and I really value my time like extremely extremely highly so I think I'm very good at that like people know that they can't get me at cer- before a certain time in the morning um I'm very big on my google calendar like whenever I have you know a rehearsal or a or or a shoot or whatever it is like I always you know I'm very strict about my time and like what I need and stuff so I think I'm good in that aspect I think I'm not good at or what I've been working on I have gotten better but about like emotion emotional boundaries as in um when I can receive and when I am not ready to receive other people's emotions Mm -hmm. just because I do feel them quite strongly other people's feelings I tend to take them on as my own so I think I've 
been working on setting boundaries of like, those are their feelings and these are my feelings. And when I can be open to receive people's feelings and also something that I've in that vein of something that I feel like this year I've set boundaries with, with, which I don't know if they're necessarily a good boundary or not of like sharing my own feelings. I feel like I've taken longer lately to, I feel like I've been doing a lot more internal processing before sharing or before seeking advice, which I think in some ways is really good. Mm -hmm. Like I think in some ways assessing my own feelings before going to other people and then like getting, you know, their either like conscious or subconscious opinions on it. I think that's good, but I think it can be a hindrance to me in that maybe I sit on things too long by myself and that um, actually sometimes you can like work things out better when you talk to someone about them. So that's a boundary I'm navigating. Okay, so now it's your turn. One you're good at, one you're working on, one you're not so good at, and one you're navigating. Okay. Hmm. See, I, my initial response wants to be like, I fucking suck at boundaries. That wants, that's what I want my like initial response to be, but I'll actually- You have gotten a lot better. I think I have too. I think I have too. So um, something I think I'm good at is a boundary I think I'm good at. I don't know why I'm struggling to come up with this, but I think, although I don't know that it's quite a boundary, I think I've just found time for things that bring that like I that I like um I've made time for them which maybe you know stretches me a little bit too thin sometimes but I think I've started to as opposed to um like letting go of things that are important to me instead I've like created non-negotiables for myself and I think that that's not always something that I would do mm-hmm. I think maybe a version of boundaries would be the whole trying to be a bit more unapologetic type of thing is just like owning my truth and owning my voice and like owning my power I think that in itself is me setting the boundary of just having the liberty of expressing myself because I do have a tendency to tiptoe. Um, So that's good. The things I struggle with, I think, are definitely my time. Um, I for sure, obviously, people already know this about me if you're listening to the show, but I really, really care for impacting other people to a point where I'm like, shoot, like I'm really, really driven by this like community belonging impact Um, And it's not, you know, it's not so much the need to belong for me. It's the need to like really make other people feel important. Yeah. And I still, I really wonder why that's so important to me, but it's like, I don't feel whole. I don't feel complete. You can come in, bud. I'm sorry, Drew. He got his hair cut. (laughs) Oh, let's see it. You got a mullet? I didn't expect to get one, but apparently- Oh no. I'm dead. Do you love it? He got a mullet. I got a mullet fascinating oh you, look, you look gorgeous bud Thank you so much. i i i love you i'm so glad you got a haircut yeah, I know. it's so much neater <laughs> anyways um i was excited to show you though he was so cute i know i'm gonna text him because i feel like maybe i was dismissive you see there's a boundary setting on bad there at. it is you weren't dismissive you were so nice but you're busy i'm busy correct <laughs> There's the, there you guys go. That is absolutely the ultimate example. Oh my God. Also within this boundary too, it's one of your best qualities. Like I don't think you should shame yourself for that. Mm -hmm. Also you, you 
always feel like you want people to know that you appreciate them and that like you're that like you appreciate everything they do and it is so wonderful and it's such an incredible quality about you but also sometimes like the other day Brenda was talking to our our one of our bosses I'll call him our boss oh and and I was like I was like, just give them the dates and like do this. And I was like, I was so black and white about it, about like, don't accommodate him, like do it on our schedule, blah, blah, blah. And Brenda's like sending all these long, nice text messages. I'm like, Brenda, no, just tell him we could do this date, this date, this date. I was like, our schedule, not his. Yeah, and sending like nice long text messages. Like we can make it work maybe if we do this, blah, blah. And it's so funny because we're just very different in that way, but it's it's a wonderful attribute about you. Yeah. Um, we're just very different in that way when it comes to time. Cause I'm just like cut and dry. It is what it is. Here's the schedule and you really go out of your way to make sure people feel appreciated even though I don't think that if you were just cut and dry about the schedule that they wouldn't feel no 100 percent, and that's so true and I I do I like really wonder where it comes from if it's just like a core piece of me but I'm just curious as to where it kind of like originated because I always literally the example you guys just witnessed like I always feel like there's more that I can give or more that I can say and if I don't feel satisfied by the version that I gave I get like hung up on it like you literally watched it I thought I didn't give my brother enough attention although we are clearly in the middle of recording a podcast episode so I felt the actual like urge and honestly like need almost to text him and be like love you look so cute you know um so I want well, that, that way often too I, like, I, I just got off the phone before the episode I was like oh my god I was not I didn't give him enough attention isn't that so interesting like I really wonder where that comes from is it just like a piece of who we are I just think that we it's funny because I don't feel that way when it comes to work when mm-hmm. it comes to work I'm like this is what it is it's work but when it comes to like people that I care about or that I want to know them to know that I care, mm-hmm. like, I think it comes from, I think it's like a, I don't know, like a, do they know that I care? Like, do they know how much I care? Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, that's, that's so interesting. I guess when it really comes to like love, right. Whether it's love of a friendship, love of whatever, um, I guess it's different versus like a aspect of respect. That's so interesting. Well, yeah, that's clearly something I'm still navigating, you guys. Um, and something I can navigate that one too, because I definitely beat myself up about it when it comes to my personal relationships. Yeah. And what was the last one? Something that I am navigating, which I, I guess is navigating. Yeah, it, it's definitely that. It's knowing that maybe sometimes I think it's a beautiful thing to be like reflective of, like, oh, you know, I don't know, and intentional about the way that we treat others. But I do think sometimes we take it too far mm-hmm. and like some people aren't even thinking about certain things. Like my mom is always like, honey, I love you, but like, I'm not thinking about that. <laughs> true, right? You know? Yeah. So that's definitely something I'm, I'm navigating. Yeah. I'm, I, it's, it's very interesting. I, I like one of the points that we talked about with Nakia is like that sometimes we have boundaries that we don't communicate Mm-hmm. And how we can like be mad or resentful of people when they're not upholding you know a standard that we have set but how but how oftentimes we have not ever communicated that or shown mm-hmm. that that's what we need and I thought that her example of like how about like 
showing what you need and, and you don't even need, always need to say it. When she was talking about her, uh, her grandma calling, I thought that that was just like so interesting because I think a lot of people feel very scared to have these conversations about boundaries, especially when people, when it's people that were really close to like a significant other or a parent or a friend. I think sometimes it's the hardest with a friend. Um, but how there is a way that you can kind of just begin to show Mm -hmm. like what those boundaries are that you need and that people, people can respond to that, but we do need to in some way communicate what we need from other people. Yeah, definitely. That part really stood out to me too, because it's like, I just think about it as like a a playbook, a rule book or something. And I know I mentioned it on the show with her, but like, I think that kind of goes along with like love languages and stuff that we expect other people to speak our same language to an extent. And if they don't, we assume they don't feel the way that we kind of expect them to, even though they just happen to express it differently. Mm. Um, And that just kind of connects for me when it comes to this, because I think it's like, we create a story around why someone isn't meeting us where we expect them to meet us. But if they don't know that that's how we either expect or desire or feel more most loved or whatever it is, then how are they supposed to know when we're different humans and have different motivations, different values, different whatever. And I think it's so easy to assume that people know what we're talking about when in reality we're different, you know? So it's, it's really, really fascinating. What's a what would you say is like a boundary that you've recently set or a boundary that you feel like, or have you had like an experience where a boundary hasn't been well-received? Hmm. I had an experience with a boundary hasn't been well-received. That was, <laughs> I don't know, I can't think of one, do you? Um, I think one that I, I maybe already mentioned on the show, my mind is like so out, out of it, but I, I think I, I, one that I'm still navigating is like the conversations around, um, like fitness and stuff and around my body and stuff. It's a boundary that I honestly don't even know what to do with yet. Um, so I guess that's hard too, is how can you expect other people to play by certain rules if you don't even know what the rules are? That's a really good point. I think that's, it's just such a good point because I think sometimes like we, I think it sometimes takes time to understand like within ourselves what we need from other people. Yeah. And especially if it's ever evolving, like I know for me, 100%, like the conversations that I listen to have shifted, whether it's podcasts I listen to, the things I let into my life, the messages, the content, all the stuff I let into my life over the past few months have shifted so much. So the way that I feel about myself, portray, show up, conversations I have, all of that has changed so much. And I feel like it's almost interesting that like people in my life almost have to, I guess, keep up with like what I consider to be acceptable for myself. Like to be honest with you, a few months ago, maybe not even months, like a a year ago, I think I, I would have been really like triggered and uncomfortable if someone were to comment on my body. Whereas now, depending on the language, like nothing is triggering per se. Um, but depending on the language, like I'm actually like, don't really feel much. If anything, I feel validated by people telling me like, Oh, you, you know what? You, you look really strong or whatever. Whereas maybe a year ago, I would have felt like discouraged by something like that or pressured. Yeah. And now just because, because of the reason and the work that I've put into getting so mentally strong to be able to get physically strong, 
um that's actually like a a compliment to me now and it's interesting because I I don't know some people in my life probably don't know that yeah no and that's a that's a big shift in you and I think it's also I think our it's good to say like that your boundaries are allowed to change Mm. you know like I feel like sometimes we 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 set a standard or we set a rule and we think oh we have to stick to that for the rest of our lives but that's not true because hopefully you're always growing and learning and changing and evolving and being curious and ultimately as you grow what you need you know for yourself and from other people hopefully will change as well so I don't think that there should be any shame in adjusting your boundaries I think just what is important when it comes to that is communicating the adjustment because Mm -hmm. we can't expect other people to know you know just just like what we're what we're needing because we've gone through an internal change yeah definitely and and it's so important because of course on on both ends of the spectrum we don't want people to mistakenly offend us or hurt us or whatever but we also don't want to like I guess, limit ourselves from certain types of conversations. Like there were conversations that a little while back, like I would not have wanted to have or been able to have or been in the space to receive. Whereas now I'm like empowered by those types of conversations. So it is interesting. And I think sometimes it, it does come with literally, um, I know I talked to you, I talked to Haley about just like, you know, this is actually comfortable for me now. Like this is okay. And I, it's so cool, I think, with our friends too, that we're so considerate about like certain boundaries. Like I know um, there've been certain conversations I've had with our, our friends and they've been like, is, is it, uh, how do you feel when blank? Or is this something that you're comfortable with? Or like, I don't know. I just think it's very considerate to ask and to acknowledge too that it can shift. And if not, it's okay. Yeah. I will say something that I've learned a lot this year um, is that the lack of boundaries that I had set in my past romantic relationship and moving forward from that, there needed to be a lot of looking inward as to what, how do I phrase this, as to what I really want in a partnership versus what was put onto me as as a exam, as a rule of this is what a good partnership is. Um, and because of a lot of those things, there was a lot of lack of boundary. And I am realizing moving forward, boundaries that I want to set in place, you know, with with like a future relationship you know yeah absolutely and for someone that's listening to the podcast you and maybe is thinking like huh I wonder because we only know what we know and we only know what we allow ourselves to know Mm -hmm. um if we have like passing thoughts and stuff are there like examples of what you think in a moment could have been misinterpreted as what you do for love versus what needed a stronger boundary 100% so yeah, there, so in my past relationship, there's actually like quite a few examples of it, but I would say like one of the biggest was like a constant need for communication mm-hmm. and like, and always need to know where I was, what I was doing, who I was with. Um, and it at first was presented to me as like love and care and like, this is because I love you and I'm so like interested in what you're doing and I care about you and I want to know where you are and like, 
I took it at the time as, oh, like this person really, really loves me. Like they, they, they care so much about what I'm doing because they really love me and like, they just want to know and like be a part of it and like, blah, blah, blah. Um, and I thought that that was love in a relationship. And for some people that might work for some people, constant communication, like all day, every day might totally be your thing. I realize now stepping out of that relationship, that is absolutely not my thing. And it was all that person's thing. But I think, I think something that I needed to unlearn for myself before being able to set a new boundary was to evaluate, is that something that I like? Is in a, my future relationship, do I want to have communication all the time, 24 seven, knowing where you are, what you're doing, what you're like, literally like a hundred percent can't even be present at a dinner because you need to be texting about what you're doing. Mm-hmm. Like I, at first I think, I had a moment of thought of like, well, if this is not happening, is does someone not like me? Mm. Because I needed to like step back and be like, okay, is this, was this a learned behavior or is this a behavior I actually want to continue? And I, once I, I had that thought and then I realized myself having that thought and then I took a step back and I was like, okay, do I really want constant communication all the time and for some people it totally might be yes and I'm not shaming that at all like totally might be yes but for me I would way prefer space and independence and a different type of communication but I didn't know that about myself and I wasn't able to ask for that boundary in my previous relationship because it was like so put this way of communicating was so thrown on top of me. And I at the time hadn't evaluated what kind of boundary I want to set when it comes to that mm-hmm. uh, texting, communicating um, time. Yeah. And now it's a boundary that I absolutely will set. Yeah. Well, forward um but it's it's I think it's a good example in you know what what has there been space for in your life to set boundaries about have you like have you examined the things in your life like and do you actually like them do you actually vibe with them are they actually serving you or do you need to take a step back and maybe change something was that clear so clear crystal clear I think so many people are gonna are going to benefit from hearing that because I really think in so many circumstances, people believe that certain things that are a little toxic, I hate to say, oh, um, it was toxic, are like, are a result of like, oh, they're giving me so much attention. They're so interested. And it's so funny because um, when you say communication, like, of course, communication is important, but there's a difference between like desiring to communicate, desiring to update, actually having interest and feeling like you have to, or there's some sort of consequence. Yes. Um, oh my God, Brenda, that is the absolute key. And I just want to stop you there to say that because yeah, it felt in those circumstances, it felt like if I wasn't communicating on the level that he wanted me to as, and I'm not saying, and I'm not talking about communication in a expressing your feelings. I'm talking about a constant texting, constant mm-hmm needing to be with the person like blah 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 like 
there I was afraid of the consequences mm-hmm. yeah for and sure I just think that that's a really important thing for people to take a step and to look back on if they're if they're trying to assess things in their life that they may or may not need boundaries on yeah like am I doing this because I want to or am I doing this because I feel like I have to and if I don't what am I afraid will happen oh uh-huh. yeah couldn't have said it better hundred fucking I, I yeah it, and I just I it make it really I don't know my heart just goes out to people so much in these circumstances because I think because we do crave that love and belonging we can so easily like honestly it's just so easy to mistake those things as different from what they are so if you are in a situation where you're with a partner um, and you are mistaking things for what could be love and you're like oh this doesn't apply to me definitely like ask yourself these questions listen to this I'm curious you in terms of like another thing that just popped into my head um, was like jealousy Um, and the reason for that is because kind of like you said before when you said you didn't have this constant um after the relationship when you didn't have constant communication you're like oh does this mean that this person that you know these people aren't interested in me I've had that thought when it comes to jealousy is because I think sometimes like in movies or things I've seen around me in my life um I associated jealousy with they're so attracted to me that they're afraid to lose me whereas for Chris in my relationship that I've been in for a few years now um he doesn't really of course does he want like people to be all over me no but for the most part he's never expressed like deep deep jealousy to the point where it made me feel bad about my own actions or blamed me for anyone else um I don't know flirting with me or whatever it may be and I at a point very much said oh gosh like is he not afraid to lose me or does he not love me enough because he doesn't express jealousy mm-hmm. whereas I never but I never saw it on the flip side of oh he trusts me so much that he doesn't for a second mistake my my intentions or what our relationship means to us he and it also means that he has trust and self-esteem within himself mm-hmm. really important and I I'm so glad you brought that up because I've had that experience as well on both ends of someone being way too jealous and on someone not expressing jealousy. And it's, it is one of those things that's like really, I would say like toxic that the media portrays of that like jealousy is a good thing because it's not. Like what's a good thing in a relationship is like deep trust. Mm. And it's just so funny how we can, again, it's kind of like buying into things without really assessing, do they serve us or not? And being able to like set a boundary. And I will say too, like when you're in a relationship, it's very hard to set boundaries after things have been going on for a long time. Mm. Cause like sometimes maybe you don't know things at first or you're a little naive or things are new and you don't want to like make a scene, even though now I'll make all the fucking scenes. <laughs> um, not afraid to say exactly what I need. Um, but it, it can be hard if you've like gone along with something for a while and you're like really starting to feel like, hmm, this doesn't really serve me. I really need to set a boundary here. Like that can be really, really hard. Mm-hmm. But like Nakia told us, and I think it's really true. If someone really loves you and they really care about you being the best fucking version of you, they will respect that boundary and they will be a excited about that boundary and honor that boundary and it may take them time to adjust to the boundary for their behavior to adjust that's perfectly acceptable we're we're all human but if you're in a partnership 
and you are needing a certain boundary in that partnership and that person is not receptive of the boundary that you need to set, it's probably saying something deeper about the relationship. Definitely. That that rung so true for me as well um, in the episode, just because I was like, holy shit, like so often we're afraid of setting boundaries because we're afraid of what other people might think or how they might respond or blah, blah, blah. But the reality is that for someone that really does love you, like they're, they are going to respect it or, or at least they will be willing to learn how to adjust because sometimes, yeah, but when we evolve, some right, really big let people catch up. Yeah, exactly. And giving them grace and catching up, but at least knowing that they're trying, like I know, um, sometimes people will get it wrong and they'll hopefully own up to getting it wrong and not meeting you where you need them to be, but at least, you know, they're trying. And I think there's such a difference and, um, kind of going on like on that same vein of like jealousy to the point of where I just like to be honest I'm like a little like ashamed to say it but maybe other people have done it too like there were points where I almost like intentionally tried to provoke jealousy out of Chris oh yeah um as a result to see like how it would yeah uh, manifest in him yeah yeah, yeah. um and it's just got into that belief in the past yeah. And I'm just like, what the heck? Like, trust me, I would never in my lifetime want to hurt anything, someone that I love, but I almost, it was like, almost like I was testing him. Yeah, for sure. Like, we do love me enough to like be mm. afraid to lose me. And like, it sounds fucked up, but I just don't think I'm the only person that's done You're that. Not. I've done it. You, everyone's done that. It's not like before coming to terms with that. And just something about what you said with setting a boundary later on. I think that's why it's so important and why I'm so glad we have this show and why we have these experts that come on to really talk about these powerful topics. Because I think that the sooner that we, you know, uncover these limiting beliefs, our authentic selves, all these things that we always talk about, the sooner we're able to set these things and not totally blindside someone. Because I do like... I think that's what's hard with with people who decide to settle with someone or who don't acknowledge that maybe the person they're with is really freaking toxic um, is that by the time they do find out, if they ever find out, it feels like it's too late because it feels too late to shift whatever it is that you're used to, you know? Um, And I think there's a lot of, to me now, the idea of changing and evolving is so beautiful where I feel like you've changed. It can be seen as such like a negative thing sometimes mm-hmm. um, when there really is so much power oh, in yeah. growing. Um, oh, I believe that 100%. So, I don't know. It's, it's very interesting. This went in a place where I didn't expect it to go, but very cool. No, I know. There was something else Nakia said that I was like, that, that's it about the people like respecting it. What did she say? I don't know. I can't remember, but anyway, but yeah, good chat. Good chat. Good boundaries are hard, man. And it's also, it t- sometimes it takes time to really understand what the boundary is that you need to, to set. Definitely. Yeah. And I think in those situations, giving yourself grace to figure it out, mm-hmm. continuing to reflect on it and, and, you know, hopefully not putting that expectation on the people around you to fully meet you when you haven't yet defined what it is that you need. hundred but being real and communicating it throughout the, the, the way. Yeah. Beautiful. Yay. Well, super fun. Um, I hope you guys like this episode. I hope that was interesting slash helpful. If you have any questions, please always write to me and Brenda. We love to chat. We're chatters. Um, and if you like the show, 
please leave us a rating and a review and share it with your friends. That helps us so much. And anything else you want to tell the people, Brenda? Yeah, just follow us on Instagram. Make sure to take our polls in the morning. Shoot oh, us we love a poll. Um, we have our merch store. Obviously, there are so many different ways that you can get in contact with us. If there are any guests that you're interested in seeing on the show, we're always open to suggestions. Um, and just know that we really, really value the people that are here. Yes, we want to grow. Yes, we want to reach people. So you guys sharing this on, a, on your story, sharing where when you're listening, tagging us in things, it means the world. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we appreciate you guys here. So just know we value you and every single listen that you that you make. We really do. It means the world to us. It does. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks, guys. Everybody have an amazing, fabulous week. And don't forget... You You are a 10 out of 10, baby. Goodbye, everybody. Bye, everyone. Thanks for listening to Roaring 20s Podcast. Be sure to rate and review wherever you get your podcasts and please subscribe. You're never alone. Our pride sticks together. Tune in every Monday and Thursday for new episodes of Roaring 20s Podcast. You get to start your week with us and end your week with us. With With love, Brenda and Julia. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.